0: The 910 Comedy Podcast Network. On this week's episode of Hometown Crowd, the NBA league year opens with a bang, and the Miami Marlins announce the first female GM in North American male sports. LSU is facing more controversy, and Drew Brees deals with his age. Finally, we've wrapped things up with a quick picks of the week and a fantasy sports update. Get on your feet, you're cheering with the hometown crowd. Hello and welcome to episode 55 of Hometown Crowd, your source for sports news across the country and in our backyards of Fayetteville, North Carolina. I'm one of your hosts, Tim Dipple. Guten Abend, friends, it's Mac.
1: And I'm Heather suddenly a bed nurse lewis
0: (laughs) (laughs) how is number one fan doing today he is he
1: is he's he's healing nicely but he is miserable and it's only 24 hours so
2: yeah uh, he's, he's not
1: a fan of being just stuck in bed
2: yeah for a little context number one fan had a knee procedure
1: he did had a tear in his meniscus and so but they were able to get it cleaned up they were able to keep much of the meniscus and the doctor is very hopeful to a full recovery
2: so good good yes well that's what we like to hear we can't have number one fan not at 100 percent
1: uh right i know so but he's you know he's already trying to like do things he probably should not be doing but that's okay yes he's He's, he's learning, you know, he's, he's learning his limits. So, and he doesn't like it, but that's okay.
0: Well, be sure to follow us on all social media at hometown crowd on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also email us at hometown crowd at gmail.com. How are the rest of you doing this week?
2: Um, I'm okay. Uh, I had a pretty big, uh, writer, uh, milestone. So I was happy about that. I had a pretty big piece published and, it was widely supported so that's cool um but other than that i can't really complain
0: and heather
1: um i mean you know just dealing with james's surgery i mean i'm i'm fine it's it's very 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 rainy and windy here spe- like like especially so right now so
0: i was going to say it's the seattle area so isn't it always rainy and windy
1: um not uh, Yes, but not quite like this. Mm. So it's like it's been like super, super windy and like a whole lot of rain. Um, I was looking at pictures today of um, just off of Vancouver Island yesterday and they had like 20 foot waves. So it was yeah, it's bananas here.
2: Yeah, I mean, another reason I'm not moving to the Pacific Northwest. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> but i mean it's it, and it's not like super cold though so that's nice it's been like in like the 50s here lately so it's not like awful but it, it is very pacific northwest right now so
2: very very on brand
1: yeah. very on brand yes and how about you <laughs> timothy how are you
0: uh, I'm doing good. My wife has officially hit the nesting stage, oh. um, which means that the only room that has not been completely rearranged in the last two weeks is our bedroom. Oh, uh, give it the give entire, it time. Give, it, house give it a minute. Been reorganized.
1: Yep. yep. Give it a bit. It'll the happen.
0: entire, the entire rest of the house has been completely reorganized. Um, so that's been fun, including, you know, even my podcast room, we've got, Uh, I've made some changes, too. I'm now working at an actual desk, so I'm happy about that. As opposed so, to
1: like the couch and a camping table,
0: basically.
2: Yeah. So. Hey, listen, do not crack on the couch uh, and beer pong table combo. It's gotten us this far.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it got us through probably. Let's see, we're on episode fifty-five. It got us through fifty-three episodes.
1: I mean, true that. I mean, and really, I mean, how many masterpieces were written? You know, on every, just anything.
2: Every, Every single one of those bar stools.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> bar stools, windowsill. Exactly. You you take what you can.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, let's dive in with our first topic tonight. It was a big week in the NBA. Um, uh, ah, ah, yes. The, the, the league year officially kicked off on Monday and it took all of four. 48 hours for Klay Thompson to be rolled out for the season.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, that sucked. Klay uh, Thompson, although he plays for a team that broke my heart three out of four years, um, he's still an amazing talent, a lot of fun to watch. And, you know, he worked hard to rehab from that from that knee blowout. And then, you know, in a pickup game at a gym, a local gym, he blows out his Achilles tendon. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, man. Uh, I, I couldn't believe it. Um, but, I mean, this – I still don't think you can count uh, Golden State out. They, they picked up Wiseman in the draft. They just traded for Kelly Oubre. Um, you know, there, there's still going to be a lot of talent on that team. So, uh, it just sucks. Uh, I, I, can you imagine being in his position? You're out a whole season. You, you work your way back, and then you're out for a whole season again. Um, I know that would hurt my feelings. Yeah. Um, He hasn't
0: played since game six of the 2019 finals. He missed all of last season and now he's going to miss a second consecutive season. But they did say that he's expected to make a full
2: recovery. Uh, Well, yeah. But see, that's the thing with Achilles injuries. You typically don't ever really come back from it. Uh, You know, I'm not saying that players haven't crafted good careers after they've come back. Um, uh, from an Achilles injury, but that—that's a pretty devastating injury. It's—it's uh, it's a rough one to rehab and and get back to uh, you know. Yeah, um,
0: and I apologize for that background noise for our listeners. It sounds like a uh, Heather's dog is going crazy.
1: Yes, they are. They are because they cannot be trusted to be inside by themselves. But they've been outside all day, so I have to let them in for a little bit.
0: Gotcha. I swear that's to God. A- that's all right. Hopefully, you know, it doesn't bother our listeners too badly. Uh, well, yes.
1: And if it does, you know what? You need to search your soul. OK, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we love dogs on the show. Uh, we also have a whole bunch of trades this week in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, just to name a few. The Lakers picked up Dennis Schroeder and sent Danny Green to Oklahoma City. And then Oklahoma City sent Danny Green to Philadelphia in exchange for Al Horford. Uh me and two draft picks mm-hmm. um, Portland sent Trevor Ariza and a couple picks to Houston for Robert Covington. And then Houston turned around and flipped Ariza over to Detroit and Milwaukee picked up drew holiday in exchange for George Hill, Eric Bledsoe and five draft picks.
2: Yeah. I couldn't believe that amount uh, because if drew holidays worth that many, what's a guy like Harden worth? Um, I'm not saying holiday isn't, uh, worth an expenditure and trade. Uh, you know, he's really crafted a really good career. Uh, he really picked up his game the last few years in new Orleans, but I mean that many draft picks for drew holiday, uh, you know, I just, I didn't understand it. Um, like I know you want to surround, you know, Giannis, uh, with, with everything he wants so you can keep him in Milwaukee, but, but, um, you know, they're, they're kind of doing like the Cavs did on LeBron's second run where they are literally just going balls out for the next two to three seasons. And let's face it, if Giannis signs that long term supermax deal, how are you going to replenish the coffers there, man? Like if you don't have draft capital, uh, right. you know, so it maybe maybe not just to uh, draft players, but to make trades to bring in established guys to help out for the next championship run. So I, I don't know, man. I, I'm kind of questioning that. Um, and then you have the, the not trade with Bogdan Bogdanovich uh, that got thrown out uh, where Bogdanovich was supposed to be heading to Milwaukee. Um, but he's a restricted free agent, and he did not. It was supposed to be a sign-and-trade. Uh, but Bogdanovich said he wasn't going to sign a deal with Milwaukee uh, so that kind of fell through the floor and now the is investigating just what the fuck happened. So yeah. I mean this, this is going to be this was a busy uh kind of week heading into the draft, a lot of a lot of uh teams made trades and then tomorrow free agency starts. So that's right. when that's when the craziness officially kicks off. Um because right. there's a lot of big names out there. I you know, you could still see guys like Harden moved. You know, it's it's going to be it's going to be uh batshit crazy yeah
0: well the nba draft was last night anthony edwards went number one to minnesota while golden state picked up james wiseman and charlotte picked up Lamelo ball
2: yes yes lamello my youngest brother is a hornets fan and he's like dude i don't i don't want lavar ball anywhere near charlotte uh
1: <laughs> i mean and- at the, at, nobody wants lavar ball Anywhere near anywhere? Yeah,
2: okay? but see, the thing—the funny thing is—is is, you know, Levar was barely in New Orleans, <laughs> you know, <Right>. before, <laughs> and in New Orleans is a fucking kick-ass town. Uh, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to disrespect Charlotte, but you know what? Charlotte isn't New Orleans. No, it's not. Okay, and if if Levar doesn't want to go to New Orleans, you know, he is not going to be in fucking Charlotte.
1: Mm-mm. No.
2: <laughs> I mean, but Levar does have ties to that area. Yeah, but still, um, you know, it. I I really like that pick. I I think Ball, uh, you know, Lamelo's probably got the most upside out of all the brothers. Um, he's just really, really going to need. And I saw every NBA prognosticator on Sports Center and and you know Bleacher Report, CBS Sports dot com, all said the same thing uh, is that he needs a lot of work on his shots on his shot. So uh, just like with all the Ball brothers. Um, you know, and, and not just that, but he needs to work on the defensive end as well, but he's a six, seven point guard, you know, that's fucking nuts. Uh, yeah. there, there's a lot of potential for that, you know? So, I mean, I, I thought that was a great pick. Uh, you know, I mean, I was really pumped with the calves for his pick, uh, Isaac know, Okoro, Isaac Okoro. Yeah, man, I was really pumped about that. You know, he's a defensive player of the year, uh, or all, all defensive team in the sec. Um, you know hopefully bj big you know uh bigger staff can um you know work on him help him kind of develop his shot because he's he's a great defender and he's i don't know i'm just really fucking pumped i'm gonna buy his jersey uh as soon as i get some money together (laughs) any other draft picks stand out to you uh i mean honestly we had a frenchman uh his name's escaping me um uh, the Pistons took them. Hopefully that works out better than their last, like, top five. Can uh, you talk about Hayes? Pistons. At, the Pistons at five? Or, or not at five, but at four? Or, it was
0: in the lottery. Um, uh, the Pistons had the number seven pick. They took Killian
2: Hayes from Germany. Germany, okay. But he played professionally in France. Okay. Um, he, uh, I w- you know, I hope that goes better than the mil- – uh, Darko Miocic or Milicic pick, you know, from (laughs) 2003 uh, or whenever it was. Uh, But um, and then you had the first. Yeah, because wasn't
0: he the number two
2: pick after? Yeah. uh, uh, And then he was picked ahead of uh, Dwayne Wade and Carmelo Anthony, and uh, you know, some surefire (laughs) Hall of Famers. Um, And then you had the first Israeli ever taken in the first round of the draft. Um, So, I mean, it was it was a big night. And it was—I think ESPN. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't make it through the whole draft. I was exhausted. I haven't been sleeping well, and my body was finally just like go to bed. And I made it through pick 12, and I was like, all right, I'm out. I can read about it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but you know, I thought ESPN did a great job of uh, working it remotely. Um, you know, so uh, it was—it was—it was, it was a lot of fun to to see those guys. Uh, you know, the the young players get. You know, sit there with their families and have their name called, and just really get caught up in the moment. So, I, yeah, I, who was I, the I, one that I was talking about
0: that uh, I was just like, man, you? Oh, Cole Anthony. Yeah, uh, you just really appreciate. He really felt like, uh, like he never thought he was going to make it there. And you know, to be a first-round pick, just the way he reacted, like you just love to see a guy who's truly grateful.
2: Oh, dude, that to was a lot. To the NBA. That was a lot of those guys, man, and it, it's it's fun to see players just kind of get caught up in the moment and not do the whole yeah, you know, this was it was great, and, it, and it, it's okay to be emotional, especially when it's such a big deal, like getting drafted in the first round uh, in the NBA. It's yeah. it's all right, man. Cool, um, you know, you don't have to give the regurgitated answers that we heard for like twenty fucking years or more, you know, whatever. But yeah, man, it was the NBA draft is one of my favorites. Uh, you know, I, I think this is, this is a good crop of first round picks. So hopefully, hopefully, um, you know, we can, we can see the next generation step up and kind of start taking over from our older players. Um, you know, and, and I, I don't know. I, I think, uh, you know, the NBA with the rosters being as small as they are, you get really attached to those players. So yeah, that's just, that's just my two cents.
0: Yeah. Well, let's go over to the historic news in Major League Baseball this week. The Miami Marlins announced that Kim Ng would become not only the first general manager in Major League Baseball, but the first female general manager in any of the four major North American male sports.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's Yes. And the thing is she's been in the business for so long. Like
1: ever, yeah.
2: Thirty years.
0: She started yeah. as an intern with the White
2: Sox and has mm-hmm. slowly worked her way up. Yeah, and that's that's the that's a thing though, slowly.
1: Well, yeah, but right. I mean
2: But you have here's plus. the
1: thing that which is so funny because it's the MLB, which is almost kind of like the last place that you would think
2: Yeah, yeah. That that would happen. I mean, let's face it we we've said it once we say it again, it's the sport for old white dudes,
1: exactly, yeah, you know? but look what they
2: did. look at yeah, them. I mean, but look who look at who the the face of the franchise is as far as ownership. It's their cheater, yeah uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so I it mean,
0: makes a lot of sense that that's where it happens
2: yeah, uh, but I mean, that's what she she spent thirty years trying to get to the top, right, but you have people that are graduating Harvard and getting hired to be the GM of the Red Sox at, like, 34. (coughs) Theo Epstein. (coughs) You know, because he's good at math. Yeah, we'll get to
0: him here in a second.
2: Because he's good at math, you know? Uh, But you got someone like Kim Ng, who started as a fucking, you know, intern for the White Sox and, you know, has done nothing but eat, breathe, and sleep baseball for her entire adult life. I mean, come on, man. But good good for Kim Ng. Uh, I hope you do very well in your position, you are fighting an uphill battle uh, to make the Marlins relevant in Miami. So, yeah,
0: yeah. But speaking of Theo Epstein, who you mentioned just a minute ago, Theo stepped down this week as GM for the Chicago Cubs. Epstein did help build that team that won the Cubs for their first world series in 108
2: years in the uh, world series that we just don't want to talk about. Well, it, it's not even that some of those players were drafted before he even got there. So he needs,
0: I didn't he, say he had the credit. I said he helped yeah. build that team.
2: Yeah. Okay, man. All right, cool. <laughs> I, 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 Theo Epstein is just one of those guys that bothers me. Um, you know, he's an analytics guy and that's why I got hired in Boston. Um, and he, and he did, he, he re you know, he, he toyed with that franchise and made it work. And I, I think they won three world series under his watch. He leaves, goes to Chicago and then he's not just a general manager in Chicago; he's like the vice president of operations, so he's in charge of the whole fucking thing. Uh, and they did win that right, World right. Series in 2016, but they haven't really done anything since. Um, and yeah, of course, it was all a win one and be done type. Yeah, but and with that talent on that team, though, they should have won more. Um, yeah. But you know, of course, he's followed up by Jed Hoyer, who was his crony in Boston. So uh, you know, two younger analytics guys you know who managed to get a job before kimming um <laughs> which shows you just how stupid major league baseball is sometimes uh, but yeah I've, I've already read that hoyer is going to oversee the fire sale and try and move guys like chris bryant and schwarber and you know rizzo he he wants to do a complete teardown because of the the salary uh constraints on the team you right. know so i mean i i you know Theo's going to get credit for not just helping orchestrate uh you know and build teams in boston but also with chicago you know they were two long-suffering fan bases that hadn't won shit in over 100 years uh so like i mean honestly he's probably gonna end up in cooperstown just for those two things alone Uh, and that's gonna bother me because that man managed to finagle a hall of fame career you know at 38 and I'm getting excited over having an article put on a website at 39.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, Mac. We love Uh you. Uh, Let's go over to college football. Um, In terms of interesting action, there wasn't a whole lot this week. There was the Miami comeback over Virginia Tech.
2: Listen, all that matters in college football last week, since everybody got COVID and every game got canceled, Mm-hmm. Is that coastal? Or excuse me, hometown crowds own Coastal Carolina's <laughs> players won yet again. Yeah, they did. They won again, seven and zero. People, so hop, proud of them. So on, proud. On, hop on that black and teal bandwagon now, while you still can. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we stand Coastal Carolina here on this podcast.
0: Yes, uh, we, we love that team. You know, not too far away. It's only about two hours. Um they actually I, actually I thought I thought coastals
2: was one of the games that got canceled last week. I don't know. Honestly, I just wanted to say they're 7 to no because they're on the college pickem on ESPN this week. Are they?
1: <laughs> yes. they? are. Yes, they are. And um that's who I picked.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's kind of hard to pick against them right now. Uh we're, not, um, we're contractually not allowed to pick against them.
1: Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's a totally made up contract, but it's yes, it's, it's there it's nonetheless.
2: Real. It is not real, but it's it's what, what
0: However, it if they want to give us a contract, if, uh, if they want to give us a contract to keep uh propping them up, we'll we'll take it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, even if it's just free merch, like I'll put him on a pedestal for for a hoodie.
2: Oh, fuck yeah. Trust me, I I I'm going to I'm actually going to contact your athletic director and talk us up and maybe <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not? Why not? <laughs> I don't see a reason not to. Yeah, I mean, fuck it. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, so many games got canceled last week. It didn't seem like uh, there was a whole lot to be excited about. So, Tim, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, no, actually, you're good. I, you're good. I, I did mean to interrupt but because uh, we have to give Coastal some love. Uh, but go ahead, please. I mean, there there
0: are two other things to love from college football last week, and that's that Michigan and Penn State both lost – uh, Michigan is now one and three and Penn state is
2: oh and four.
1: Oh, was it, was it in the chat that somebody shared about the free fall of the big 10?
2: Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, let, let's face it. It's the big 10 is just like the sec. It's very top heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best teams are really good. And then the rest of the league is, eh, you know, <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, like, let, let's face it, uh, you know, that, that's the nature of college football now. Um, mm-hmm. You're seeing a lot of the traditional powers fall to the wayside, the Nebraskas, the Tennessees. You know, uh, you know I, w- I, I was actually happy. Excuse me, I know you're not going to like this, Heather, that Florida got out of the hole they were in. You, you know, because college football is better when Florida is, is, is good um i know, will disagree but a, that's a, fine you're allowed to you're allowed you know what? and that's you know and you are you are allowed to have your wrong opinion so it's uh, fine it works out I, I think your opinion's wrong on this in mm. this mm. so mm. um, but you know it, it, we're that we're seeing just how important having that kind of uh amazing track record over the last 5 years counts because that's where these top players are going and they're willing to sit unlike you know 10 or 15 years ago where it's like i'm a top recruit i want to play now as a freshman these guys are willing to wait um you know so they can get they can win conference championships and national championships and go to the playoff you know they want to do those things so um i mean i just uh and you know anybody that sits here like oh man this is the death of this conference bro just chill out man it's it's all cyclical you know, it, one conference will be up for a little bit, the other one will be down, and then it'll flip flop. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the only thing that will be a constant is that the Big 12 and the Pac 12 suck. Okay, so.
1: That'll stay the same.
2: Yeah. 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 Uh, the other,
0: let's see, big news. Let's see, we've got a report released this week by USA Today claimed that LSU mishandled numerous sexual misconduct I'm complaints. I'm so
1: angry. I'm so uh, angry
0: the complaints are against at least nine football players including Uh former running back darius uh geis and cleveland brown safety grant delpit
1: Mm -hmm. yeah yep
2: yeah uh let's face it we already saw what happened in with the washington football club with geis uh is delpit far behind him you know um who knows
1: who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Because with how that Cleveland
2: not, secondary
0: is, they might overlook it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well,
1: it, well, he was he was confirmed by the LSU attorney to USA Today that he was one of the ones who was not formally disciplined.
2: Okay, that still doesn't mean anything. Didn't happen. Oh and no it, no no! Oh no! Know? I no I
1: agree because he's and, accused of recording a woman. During sex without her consent. Yeah,
2: and and on top of that, let's face it, that's what these attorneys, you know, are paid to do, uh, you know, obfuscate and and blow smoke up our ass, right? Because they want to make sure the university is cleared from wrongdoing. But hey, man, that only lasts so long. Uh, your your primary uh, case when you're looking at a comparison, look at what happened to fucking Baylor. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I just.
1: Well- Here's the thing. Here's the thing. At least nine players have been reported for sexual misconduct and dating violence since Coach O took over. Yeah, nine. He needs to get a fucking
2: handle on his players. It's it's not even just a handle on his players at this point. How do you justify keeping him around? Because exactly. you know, you know, because he obviously
1: hell. he's obviously. I don't want to say fostering an environment for it, but he is at least like—he's
0: looking the other way. He's yeah, yeah. He's
1: setting the precedent of of just turning the blind eye
2: to yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's because he's got they they got to play football, right? Yeah, and, and and you know the coach O like that whole lovable shtick, uh, you know, especially when the geese. Uh, Shit hit, and some of the other questionable things he said in the last year or so. Yeah, uh, you know that whole lovable coach, oh, uh, the raging cage in himself. Uh, you know that veneers really fallen to the wayside for me, anyway. I can't. Speak oh no, this, it uh, has
1: no, and oh, uh, I mean for me it has. Like the the polish is wearing off. Yeah, like this is the first time I think ever in my entire life where I'm actually beginning to like question my loyalty to the school. Because this shit keeps coming up and it keeps getting like worse and worse and worse, especially with the Drake Davis shit. That shit pisses me off. Yeah. That whole thing of him um, abusing his girlfriend for over over a year and LSU sitting on that information for months. She she had multiple friends tell her tennis coach, because she was a tennis player, tell the coach, you know, like, no, she's, she's getting beat up. Like he's hit her so hard that it fractured ribs that she had bleeding in her stomach and all of that. And then come to find out she, the, the tennis coach basically was, came out, was like, Oh, I had no knowledge and everything like that. And it's just like, fuck you. Yeah. So like, yeah, like this is something that it, it, like I said, for the first time in my entire life is, is really making me question my love of the school because it's like, are you like, what, what's, why are you guys covering this up? So because we're winning, like that's more important. I'm not okay with that. I've already left one organization that was really near and dear to my heart because of shit like this. I am not afraid to do it again.
2: Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's the thing though. we we're we're seeing you know the highest paid state employees are college football or college basketball coaches you know i mean that's a disconnect right there and then you look at what they're willing to kind of look past or turn the blind eye like you said heather just mm-hmm. just to have continued program success no. uh that's fucking disgusting on any level um you know and
1: and it's disgusting on
2: every level yeah and and when you Look at the the environment we're in now, people are finally fed up with the shit happening altogether yeah. um and and instead of you know being forced to to be quiet you know or you know being uh you know bullied because of it, they're just like, "Fuck it, no, this needs to stop. people are going to hear my story they're going to know uh that this is wrong and yeah. I'm, you know that that's the only positive that's come out of this is that these men and women and, you know, non-binary people that have been sexually assaulted and sexually harassed are just like, you know what, dude, fuck it. I'm going to speak up, you know, speak my peace, speak my truth and to hell with you. Yeah. Um, you know, and that takes a tremendous amount of strength. And uh, yeah, but it, it's just, you know, oh, you know, LSU needs to sit down and, and decide if the juice is worth the squeeze on this.
1: Yeah. Um, because, because you know what, I can tell you this, there wasn't a whole bunch of this. Con- there was not this kind of controversy when Les Miles was there. You're sure shit wasn't this kind of controversy when Sabin was there.
2: So, yeah. I mean, like, we may we may hate Saban. But oh,
1: try, oh, y'all. Oh, we've 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 long covered that on this yeah. podcast. Of, of but my... I
2: can't I can't really think of any major controversies on a Sabin coach program. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's something
1: there always is eye. there's there's always something like yeah there, there will be i'm not saying that every coach is perfect yeah but for in the span of four years to have nine players be reported for sexual you know some kind of sexual misconduct and to really only have two of them or what two or four maybe you know formally punished for it that's unacceptable
2: yes that's completely
1: yes. unacceptable
0: yeah i mean let's let's put it this way first of all coach o is notorious for having gone on record during the whole coronavirus saying america needs football clearly Mm -hmm. we know where his priorities are yeah uh and second of all we've got all these allegations but who's the one who was banned from the campus obj for handing out money but these guys aren't facing any repercussions
2: yeah yeah
1: exactly Okay, oh, they got suspended indefinitely from the team. Great. Now, now Drake Davis, though, is kind of the exception because he's been arrested. Um, he was arrested back in 2018, and then he was also arrested again in 2019. So it seems like he's the only one who's really – well, and now, obviously, Darius Geis. Um, yeah, guys
2: Geis didn't get punished until after he left the university. Until way back. later. Exactly. Yeah.
1: It wasn't until way later. No, this dude – was he got um he was actually arrested the situation took place when he was on the team and they when they found out about it in early 2018 they suspended him indefinitely i think it was back in august no he was with the girl in august and he was arrested in 2018 so it was probably shortly after that yeah um so so it seems like he was the only one who was actually arrested when he was like on the team, but still like,
2: yeah, what the fuck? what the that's, fuck? That's a worse track record than, I mean, I, I, I wanted to make something pithy up, but I had nothing comes to mind because this, exactly. This whole thing's just fucking gross. Um, yeah, that, it is. You know, it's
1: fucking gross. And like, it, I don't know this, this was just not the LSU, you know, that I've been championing, my entire life and it's just like this is what it's become seriously and it, yeah. it again it's just like I, I i don't know if that's what i want to be associated with anymore and that's and you two both know like that's a big fucking deal for me yeah. to say that so yeah like they need to they need to get their fucking shit together because this is this is unacceptable on okay. every single le- level
0: yeah Sorry, sorry, I don't mean to get on my, yeah, I don't, I don't
1: mean, I'll get off my soapbox now, so.
0: (laughs) No, you're, you're perfectly fine. It's, it's stuff that needs to be said. Um, And, you know, people need to know that fans aren't going to support this. No. Uh, But uh, we, 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 we'll, we'll continue to have this conversation as more details come out. Um, But down in South Carolina, Will Muschamp has been fired as the head coach. Muschamp was 28 and 30 as the head coach of the Gamecocks, including just three and 17 against teams ranked in the top 25.
2: That
1: has got to make Gator fans so happy.
2: Yeah. I can only imagine how happy they are right now. I'm not going to lie. When he got the South Carolina job, I was shocked.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, coming off his tenure at Florida, I figured some athletic directors would have realized he is an outstanding defensive coordinator, but a shitty head coach. And that's okay to be. It's totally fine. You can have a great career as a great coordinator. Uh, you know, you still get a ring when you win championships. You can still walk into recruits' offices saying, look at what I can do as a defensive or offensive coordinator, and look at this fucking ring. Look at this gigantic monstrosity on my finger. you want one of those? Ah, and he gets them all pumped up, right? But he couldn't fucking recruit, which, you know, in the SEC, you're never, you're not gonna win if you can't recruit. Mm-hmm. And he's a fucking horrible game manager. And <laughs> you know, I'm telling you right now, if I'm the AD at South Carolina, that was the last guy I'm calling. You know? It, it just, it just would have been um you know so i'm i'm not shocked to see him fired you know i think there's going to be a big name program with a high profile head coach or maybe a, a guy moving from group of 5 to power 5 program um you know that gives him a buzz hey man come be my defensive coordinator um and then every again every athletic director out there you need to listen to me he cannot be a head coach do not hire him to run your program. <laughs>
0: LSU might be looking for a head coach soon. Say I'm
1: sorry, what? One more time?
2: Yeah, say that again, Tim. Oh. You broke, you broke I up. I said now.
0: LSU might be looking
2: for a head coach soon. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Must champ, must champ just becomes like the SEC's joint where a couple programs puff puff and then pass them around. Exactly. You know,
1: no. Listen, I will be so upset if Muschamp shows up at LSU. Like, hey, hey, Heather,
2: Heather, at that point, if if Coach O does get fired or whatever, or he resigns and Muschamp gets hired. Just remember, you can always go back to uh, your Warhawks, man.
1: I I know I do. I do have a backup. (laughs) I do have a backup. Now, granted, yes, they are perennial losers, but that's okay.
2: I still love them. Hey, Heather, guess. Or me. you know what? No, we still have Coastal Carolina. Yeah, I'm gonna say so. that. That's that's my number two, baby. Exactly right. I still right. have Coastal Carolina. That's so. right. You know what, Heather? That's what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. That's what we're gonna do next next season. Hopefully, when we all are vaccinated and COVID isn't rampantly killing a bunch of people, we all need to go to a coastal game. We'll just. <laughs>
0: We, we can't we can't adopt Coastal Carolina as our team because that'll be a surefire way that after eight games, that legal fold.
1: Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. We've got to be very careful no, with that. that we that do is, have to be very careful.
2: That is the great thing about them being in the NCAA. OK, and fun fact, do you know who their former head coach was? No, but Who's I bet you He was a billionaire fund no. manager. And former president at TD Waterhouse Cooper, oh. uh, who got the coaching bug and coached in the UFL as an offensive coordinator, uh, decided he really liked coaching and he didn't need money anymore. So he he uh, was with them at, when they were in FCS and when they took the step up to the FBS. And then he resigned because they hit they had a couple of bad years. But he still is financially backing everything. Um like, he was a big donor for their their baseball uh, facilities and their football facilities. Um, so they, they've got the money to stick around, is what I'm yeah. trying to say. So Coastal is hometown crowd's fucking football <laughs> team. And we, we love you, Chanticleers.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, let's go up to the big leagues, the NFL the Ravens dropped their game this week to the New Eng- England Patriots. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Ravens they fall to- <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, Mac hasn't had a whole lot to be excited about this, this season. So I'm, I'm kind of happy to hear him react that way.
0: The um, Ravens are now six and three and sit in, in a five team, three wildcard spots in the AFC. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the AFC playoff picture is fucking nuts right now.
0: It's very tight. Uh, yeah, currently uh, the Browns I, and the Titans are the two on the outside looking in.
2: Yeah, and it's only because of tiebreakers. Uh, yeah. But I, back to the Patriots win. Um, <laughs> Let's
1: get back to what's really important, Tim. Yeah, uh, this. But we're really one, here sorry, to talk about. I'm sorry.
2: That win <laughs> reminded me a lot of Brady. Uh, you know the the patriots team when Corey dillon came over you know when he was considered washed in cincinnati and then belichick stole him and he just went on to have like a 1600 yard and a 1400 yard season it was ground control or a a ball control a lot of running and i love damian harris uh i I think that we can officially call alabama running back you now um like even their backups get drafted and do well in the nfl um and i it was just a lot of fun to see um You know, it it was a fun win. Like, it wasn't pretty. uh, But you can't win pretty against the Ravens. Um, So, I mean, I I was overjoyed, man. I watched every second of that game. Uh, It was just so good. (laughs) Enjoy enjoy
0: that win, because I think you guys are not. uh, I don't Are you guys favored this week? Uh, We're playing Houston.
2: We should be. Yeah, you're a one-point favorite currently. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll take the one point. I'll take the one point. That's fine. Um, Whether you win by one or 100, a W is a W. That's how I look. (laughs) Uh,
0: The Saints managed to win against the 49ers this week, despite Breeze leaving the game. Breeze has been diagnosed with multiple fractured ribs and a collapsed lung, and is expected to miss at least two weeks.
2: Uh yeah, I watch I watched SportsCenter this morning and they're already saying he's probably out at least a month. Um
1: oh yeah. Oh for sure.
2: You know, it's you know, I that hit that he took, he popped right back up, but you could tell how uncomfortable he was. Yeah. Um and I think what shocked me is when he went to Peyton on the sideline and you just saw him shaking his head essentially saying dude i can't do this like something's not right um well
1: something happened in the game because i was listening to it because again that's because of where i'm at now granted we had um number one fan's daughter my my adorable little stepdaughter here with us so that was that was the only way i could really get it and so we were kind of like It was playing in the background. Mm -hmm. Something happened. I'm not sure if it was that hit on breeze or if there was another hit in the game, but I can tell you Deuce McAllister sounded like he was about to come out of that press box and go wreck shop somewhere because there was some kind of hit. And then he kept saying like, this is embarrassing. Like, there's a reason why they have this rule or whatever. And they're not something about something not getting called. And he was hot. And I cannot for the life of me see or find what he was talking about.
2: Well, I I saw the hit. Like I watched the game. Um, it was it was clean. No, but I
1: don't think it was the one on Breeze, though. I think there was another one that was bad, but I'm not
2: sure. Again, I don't
1: know. I don't know which one it was.
2: That's the thing, you know. We we all know that I agree with protecting the players, um, but some of these refs uh, throw these flags when there, you know, there's no head-to-head contact. You know, it's like they're being overly cautious. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that hit on Breeze, like I. It was it was a clean hit uh, because it happened like as soon as the ball left his hand, uh, he got crushed. Uh, But I mean, it was literally it wasn't like he got hit and spun off. It's that this defensive lineman fell directly on top of Breeze after the hit. Um, And let's face it, Breeze isn't what you would call a really big, muscular dude. Yeah. You know, when you have 300 pounds falling directly on you, you're probably going to have broken ribs.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. But like I said, I cannot I I again, it was playing in the background and I could just hear the the announcers getting hot. And like I said, Deuce sounded like he was about to come out of that press box. And I was just like, oh, oh, dear.
2: Oh yeah. No. But, yeah. But I mean, Michael Thomas came back, uh, you know, Jameis Winston stepped in. Uh, yeah. Now, see what I'm what I'm interested in. OK, because Winston, he didn't do bad, you know, um, but why not just put Taysom Hill out there at quarterback? Just um, see what he does, because clearly he's... He, he's a talented guy. Um, mm-hmm. And if, if you don't want to have him play quarterback, then you need to keep him on the field because he's a guy that defenses kind of have to... Uh, 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 you, know, you have to account him for him. Yeah, you know, because he lines up everywhere. Uh, and he showed he could rip off the big runs, um, you know, and, and honestly, I just I think, you know, you signed him to that big deal to keep him in town. Why not, especially with Breeze out right now, see what you have? Um, yeah, like because, because I mean, let's face it, Breeze doesn't have much longer left. Uh, you know, he doesn't. Um, and, and you have to kind of start prepping for the future now. I don't think Jameis Winston is the guy that Sean Payton's going to roll with uh he he, he's just he he throws a shit ton of interceptions. like come on you know sean that's not sean payton's offense um but you know i mean i would i would just say fuck it man hey taysom we're gonna put you in there we're gonna run some rpos uh, a little more often than we do um you know put him you know schema you know drop a nice scheme to to kind of give him quick reads uh you know Make him comfortable and see what you have. I mean, why the fuck not? What do you have to lose? Drew's not there right now. Uh-huh. You know, he's out. So why not roll the dice? See what you got.
0: Well, Antonio Brown is in trouble already. The controversial wide receiver reportedly got into a dispute with his age OA leading Brown to destroy a security camera and throw a bike at a sh- security shack.
2: When was that released? Holy shit. It
0: apparently happened, I think, back in August uh, before he re-signed with the team and before he was reinstated.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I mean, technically, you can't hold that against him then. Um, Well, but it it
0: was only like the information was just released this week.
2: Legally, you can. But like, I mean, Arians already came out and said if he fucks up, he will not be on this team. Um, And, you know. He and Brady had a really good connection. Uh, you know that was last season before he was suspended. You know those few games he was in New England, right? Um, and they seem to have a good thing going now in Tampa. So, uh, but Arians is is the dude that's like, okay, man, you want to you want to play stupid games, you're going to win stupid prizes. So, um, I just I'm shocked it took that long to come out. Like if I'm the head of an of an HOA and I got Antonio Brown fucking around, I'm putting that shit on Facebook like 13 seconds after it happened. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the final
0: piece of news is uh after the robbery charges were against them were dropped, the Chiefs are apparently prepared to sign cornerback DeAndre Baker.
2: Oh god. Oh boy.
0: Yeah. Have some thoughts on that one, Mac.
2: I I just I, I mean, Kansas City wants to shore up their defense. I get it, and cornerbacks are at a premium right now. Um, I know the charges were dropped, but I mean, is Goodell still going to suspend him? Like what? I I I just don't know. uh, Um, if you're really going to have him, if you sign him, Um, because Goodell has sweeping powers to suspend people, Um, and on top of that. I mean, the dude was accused of an armed robbery <laughs> at a fucking picnic. So, like, I I don't know, man. It, it, it's just really surprising to me. Sorry, I got a little
0: distracted. Apparently some fight is breaking out between DK Metcalf and half
2: of the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, half, half, half the Arizona Cardinals are going to get their asses beat because if that man choose... Yeah, my money's on Metcalf there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> My All eight. right, well, that wraps up our news portion of the show. Let's jump into our quick picks of the week. A quick recap on last week. Mac went uh, three and four and is sitting at 29 and 31. Uh, I went three and four as well, and am sitting at 35 and 25. And Heather went five and two, and she has now Ooh. caught me and is tied. Nice. For first yes. Nice, 25. Nice. Yes. Uh, yes. This is what I get for taking a couple of risks and just going with a gut.
1: No, this is what you get for being smug. This is what you
2: get. I've already written off this season in more ways than one. So I'm just really happy for Heather.
1: Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Well, we'll
0: start our quick picks this week in college football. Uh, Indiana at number three, Ohio State. Indiana sitting at number nine and in the biggest sign of disrespect. A top 10 matchup has a 20 and a half point spread.
2: <laughs>
0: Ohio State is favored by 20 and a half points against Jesus. a fellow top 10 team. Yeah, but let's <laughs> so face
2: So, who's going to win us need- what?
1: Uh, just, uh, just, Just a show of hands.
2: Yeah, I mean. This so we're is- all
1: going to have the same answer.
2: This is a 2020 top 10 game okay um, <laughs> let's face it we all know who should be the real number 9 and that's the Coastal Carolina University exactly okay? um, but yes getting to the, the actual game um, Indiana looks like a completely reinvigorated program um, look at you big charitable that, here. that's right well I mean it's a bucket, <laughs> it's a basketball school uh, that, that is now number 9 in the country Uh, Granted, it's a 2020 number nine, but it's a number nine nonetheless. Mm. Um, But I watched that Penn State game, okay? They won it by the skin of their teeth, and Penn State is, like, 0-158 right now, you know? So um, I don't think Ohio State has any problems with Indiana. Uh, Ohio State has just looked on game. Like, they, they just look like they're ready to play uh out of the gates of every game and granted you know maryland not wearing masks and being stupid you know had our game canceled this past weekend so i want to preface my pick by saying thank you university of indiana for having conscientious players who did not get a lot of covid uh thank you for doing the right thing with that being said ohio state by 11 billion points (laughs) heather
1: um same same z's yeah all
0: right uh like there's nothing really
1: to discuss i mean seriously why like why about
0: the nicest thing i will say about indiana is i think if i'm picking against the spread i would take i would take indiana in this one i don't know that this is a 21 point game um but if i'm picking straight up it's ohio state uh By probably about 17 would be my guess. It's actually
2: 11 billion, Tim.
0: It's 11 billion. billion. That's (laughs) the exact
1: term. Uh, Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would say Ohio State. I've got Ohio State by 17.
1: Yeah. That's like, that's the actual like cardinal number.
2: Yeah. We're going with here. It's a real number. Mm-hmm. Totally real and, number. And, and normally like that contract with the, um,
1: been, Coastal Carolina. Yeah. yeah.
2: Normally yeah. I
0: wouldn't have even considered this spread, um, except that I have a policy of if there's ever a top 25 versus top 25 matchup, we pick them. Mm. So.
2: Great. Yeah. I don't, I don't do that. Cause I don't like gambling and stuff.
0: No, no, no. I'm, ta- I'm <laughs> saying we, we, we talk, we, we have them on our quick picks. If there's a top oh, yeah. 25. Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. Yeah.
2: And that, that's a good one. But again, this is 2020 people and nothing is a, as it seems right now nothing
0: yeah. mm-hmm. uh the another top 25 matchup in the big 10 number 10 wisconsin is a 7 point favorite at number 19 northwestern heather let's start with you
1: um i went with wisconsin on this one just because they have blasted their last two opponents ie illinois 45 to 7 and y'all's favorite in michigan 49 to 11 yeah so they clearly are on a some kind of a train right now and you know what i'm gonna hitch my wagon to it and see where it goes so i'm gonna say go badgers
2: all right and mac uh i'm going wisconsin as well they've just looked really good um and you know i've talked about pat Fitzpat or uh you know Fitz. Did I just forget his name. Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. Thank you, Pat Fitzgerald. Thank you, Tim. It's been a day, everybody. I'm sorry, uh, but Fitzgerald's a hell of a coach. He really gets the most out of those players. But when you present me with a nerd school, which is what Northwestern is, against the t- uh, you know the program that makes the largest and most ridiculously road grading offensive linemen uh, like Wisconsin is, I'm gonna go with the gigantic offensive lineman. So give me Wisconsin.
0: Yeah. Um, I've got Wisconsin, too. I really think it's probably going to come down to Wisconsin, Ohio State, and the Big Ten Championship um, because I don't think uh, – well, wait. Is Indiana – which which division is Indiana in? I don't remember off the top of my head.
2: I think they're in the West, man. But even then, um, I just – yeah, this is Ohio State's conference this year, man. Yeah. <laughs> <But this> is- <laughs> yeah. Either
0: way, I've got Wisconsin in this one. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to uh, Bedlam.
1: Oh, this is going to be great. Number game.
0: 14, Oklahoma State is a seven-point favorite against number 18, Oklahoma. Mac, who do you like in Bedlam?
2: Uh, I'm going to go Oklahoma State, man. Um, I've been very impressed, and that's... Hard for me to say about any big 12 program uh, with Oklahoma state this season. I think Lincoln Riley is a great head coach. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I just don't think this is, I don't know. Oklahoma hasn't really impressed me at all this season. Uh, They don't have the same offensive punch they've had the last couple years with Lincoln Riley at the head. And let's face it, Mike Gundy just does such a good job with that team, even though I find him gross to look at, um, So, yeah, definitely go Cowboys, Oklahoma State in this one. Heather?
1: Um, I actually, I'm going to go with OU on this one. I think that it is going to be a close game. Um, I think that they are both kind of evenly matched. I think a month ago that uh, Oklahoma State definitely probably would have been more favored in the game. Um, however, I feel like kind of recent events have kind of turned the tide a little bit and you have the Sooners and the Cowboys looking like they're going in opposite directions. Um, so I just think that, I don't know, I just see OU pulling it out. Even if, um, Tylan Wallace, you know, is, is at full speed. I just, I I like OU in this game.
0: All right. Well, that means that Bedlam is going to create some separation, whether Heather or I end up in first. I've got Oklahoma State winning for the first time since 2014 in this one.
1: Oh, even though it's at Norman, you think they're going to do it in Norman? Yes. Mm. And also to answer your question, very
0: impressive this year. Yeah.
1: Okay. well, um, well, Indiana is also in the Big Ten PS, by the way.
0: Right. I know it's in yeah. the Big Ten. It's in the East or the West.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, that I don't know. Give me a second. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I really That's l- what
2: we were asking. We know they're a Big Ten.
1: Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Excuse me. It's not my conference, so I don't fucking
2: care. So I'm yeah. having to go look it up. But Okie State has a great running game, so I think that's going to really make the difference. Yeah.
0: Well, we will wrap up our college football picks with number seven Cincinnati, a five-point favorite in UCF or at UCF. Heather, you get the first pick at this one.
1: Oh, I went with Cincy. No real reason, just because of it's, UC, it's UCF.
2: Like <laughs> Heather's still upset about their claimed national title. <laughs> I
1: am. I'm, I am. I'm still very. I, why would I be upset?
2: Heather, it's just a joke because it, okay. was, it was a joke that they did it.
1: Oh, well, I mean, no, I know. I mean, good for them. I'm like, I mean, they were undefeated.
2: Like, story. I get it. But still, People like, think it's a joke. But the rest of us in the world, we think it's a joke.
1: Oh, got it. OK, well, yeah, I, I it again, this is another one of those games where it's like, I don't even know where we're having the conversation. So that's why I went with Cincy.
2: All right. And Mac Cincy all day long. OK, Luke Fickle wins fucking football games. Um, I love what he's done down there. he's just on a roll, and you know UCF. Uh, yeah, sorry, dude. Cincy, just just roll, Cincy, and and all those directional uh, Florida schools could fuck themselves. Yeah, that's where I'm going.
1: Okay, I think Indiana is Big Ten. East.
2: Oh, they're, the East. they're they're in the
0: East. So yeah. this is essentially the Big Ten East Championship. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I have Cincinnati in this one as well. Luke Fickle's doing some great things. He's really got that map. I do think that UC at least makes a push for that college football playoff spot. Whether or not it happens or not, they're at least going to be in that conversation where it's like should we let a, uh, a a one-loss Florida team in or an undefeated Cincinnati or something like that will be the conversation. Yeah. Uh,
2: and we'll finish college football with Coastal Carolina and App State. Uh, Coastal Carolina all day. All three of us are picking them. Go chandicleers. <laughs> <laughs> for the for the
1: ninth time this episode
2: uh absolutely. you said they're playing app state this week app, app state yes yeah yeah okay. that well yeah
1: that's right that it because it is one of the pick that's so all right yeah so oh,
2: yeah. okay yeah mm-hmm. uh and yes i will continue to refer to them nine times an episode heather because we're trying to build up uh
1: clearly you know, yes we are we are you know, we're trying I'm to good. do a
2: thing it's fine yeah we're, we're trying to make a good relationship with the shana clears
0: all right, turning to the NFL, we start off with Tennessee at Baltimore, a battle of teams who are both looking at wild card spots at six and three. Baltimore's a six point favorite. Mac, who do you got in this one? Uh,
2: this this was a tough one. OK, because Baltimore still has Lamar Jackson. All right. Um, and I, I give Lamar, you know, the Ravens did lose last week. But if you saw the weather conditions up in Foxborough, they sucked. Um, Oh, yeah, it
1: looked awful. Yeah, it was bad.
2: It was Um, so bad. You know, it it wasn't quite Cleveland bad because, you know, they had like 90 fucking mile per hour winds coming off the lake and sleep. But it wasn't good.
1: Yeah, Um, it was
2: not. Yeah. But what really buried Baltimore was not being able to stop the run. And Tennessee has, you know, King Henry, who is uh, the largest man I've ever seen move that fast. And that's saying something. When, you know, Metcalf, uh, you know, is a large man as well who runs quite fast. Um, but even, w- you know, with that being said, you know, Tannehill's play has fallen off quite a bit the last few weeks. Yeah, it has. Um, you know, and that's that's important because as teams start stacking the box, Henry will wear them down by the third quarter. But if you're behind, you can't really run the ball that much. Um, and that's what happened at Tennessee last week where Henry was on the sideline, uh, you know, in, later in the game because they put their uh, they more receiving, you know, they're receiving running back in uh, because they were down. But so I'm going to I'm going to go Baltimore uh, in a close one. Uh, I, I just think they're going to come back ready to play. Uh, and if they can get in front of Tennessee and keep Henry off the field, that's going to be key for them to win. Heather,
0: your your pick.
1: Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Baltimore on this. Uh, one because they're at home, but also too like Kenny Vaccaro, he's questionable. Like it's not decided if he's gonna be in the game or not, and so um, they had in Tennessee actually has quite a few injured players. So um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Baltimore on this one.
0: Yeah, I've got Baltimore too. I think uh, Tennessee's kind of been in a free fall ever since they lost that uh, Pittsburgh game mm-hmm. a uh-huh. couple weeks ago, and I don't think that Baltimore's the team that's going to stop that free fall. I think Baltimore's more likely to bounce
2: back from that loss
0: against New England last
2: week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it really does center on on Tannen Hill. Like I, I, I questioned them. You know, the front office signing him to that big deal before the season started because mm-hmm. I'm not sure this is the guy you want quarterbacking your team trying to win a Super Bowl. You know, like we know right. what we we know what we get with Tannenhill. Um, and every so often these quarterbacks catch lightning in a bottle and have great years like he did. But Tannenhill is more the quarterback you saw in the playoffs than he is in the regular season last year. You know, the guy who couldn't complete a pass. Uh, you know, he wasn't very accurate. And, I mean, you know, Tennessee – literally rode Derrick Henry to the AFC championship game.
0: Yeah. All right. Game two this week, we've got green Bay at Indianapolis and Indy is a two point favorite at home. Heather, we'll start with you in this one.
1: Um, I really don't care, but just so I don't have to listen to his stupid mouth, I'll pick green Bay. On this one, I'm going to go Green Bay. <laughs> Y'all already know who I'm talking about. And so yep. I'm just, I'm just going to just, I don't feel like listening to his big stupid mouth. So I'm going to go Green Bay.
2: All right, Mac. Uh, I like Green Bay in this game as well. Um, I, I really like Naheem Hines, you know, the running back in in, in uh, Indy. But I mean, you put Aaron Rodgers indoors, uh, look at how well he plays in Green Bay in the winter.
1: Yeah, you know, he's going like, to run a clinic. He's going to run yeah. a clinic
2: um, that game. Yeah, I, I think Green Bay's a better team overall. I, I just I'm not impressed. Like it, it just seems like Father Time's actually caught up to Philip Rivers already um, because he he does not look good in the pocket. Um, you know, and, and let's face it, this is a quarterback league. I'm still going to go with Aaron Rodgers over Philip Rivers. You know, so. Uh, give me Green Bay.
0: Yeah, we're all taking the underdog in this one. Uh, I've got Green Bay too. Uh, I'm not picking against Josh this week. <laughs>
1: Again, because you don't want to listen to his stupid mouth. So,
0: yeah, maybe he'll remember to take it, make his college picks. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, game three, we've got the Los Angeles Rams heading to Tampa Bay to take on the uh, the Buccaneers, who are a three point, three and a half point favorite. Mac, are you taking uh your your former number 12? boy number
1: twelve? Um, you guys take like number
2: twelve. The redeeming factor for the Rams this year is that defense. Aaron Donald is doing Aaron Donald things again. Uh, the Rams just seem to pull these wins out. I have no idea how, uh, you know, because they're in the thick of the NFC uh, West race. Um, I watched the Tampa game last week. You know, Ronald Jones is is That is probably one of his best games by far. You know, number 12 is looks comfortable with all those weapons, uh, you know, at wide receiver. Excuse me, Gronk is is catching touchdowns again. Um, I'm going to go Tampa. I just think that overall they're a better team. I don't think they're going to win big. I think this is going to be an ugly game uh, because, you know, LA's defense has been showing up to play lately, uh, but there's just too many weapons at wideout for Brady to to fall on his face uh, like he did against uh, New Orleans twice. <laughs> twice, but especially in the last meeting. Especially oh yeah, especially in the
1: last, in the last one. one. Yeah, Heather, um, I'm also gonna go with Tampa on this one. I just I just can't believe that we're even need to like discuss the possibility of you know of number 12 losing to the rams um but tampa bay is also three and one home at home so they play really really well at home and the rams are two and three for being away so i just i i like tampa bay in this one too well
0: this is gonna be a really boring week because we're creating, i pretty much everything. I've got Tampa Bay in this one too. At the end oh, of the day, uh, we had a celebrity
1: I mean, picker. Tampa Bay team. We had a celebrity picker. I thought he died, but you kind of sounded like Stephen Hawking there for a little yeah,
2: bit. Yeah, you did. Yeah,
1: we had a we had a celebrity uh, picker from the grave. Well, I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll be
2: sure to
0: listen for those errors, but oh, so I don't know if you're gonna I clean that one up. Too. I that take, one up, I'm, I'm taking the stacked Tampa Bay team in this one. Okay. And our final pick, our quick pick of the week. <laughs> Cincinnati heads to Washington, where the Bengals will take on the football team. Uh, the Washington football team is a two-point favorite at home.
2: Heather?
1: Uh, okay, first like of all... First of all, it is the Washington Football Club. Yes, okay. and we,
2: we keep saying that. And that's And one you of those.
1: just at this point,
2: I feel like it's willful. Okay? Yeah, I, you're disobeying the podcast
1: rules, Tim. I feel like you're doing it on I'm purpose sorry. at this point. I really do. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. On this one, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go for I'm going to go for um, I'm going to go for Cincy for my boy. For, for, for Mr. Burrow. That's literally the only reason I'm picking this, it's just for Mr. Burrow. So,
2: Mac? Well, Washington has all the tools to be amazing, to be a very a good uh, pass rushing football team. You know, you got Young, you've got Sweat, you've got Kerrigan that could be rotated in. Uh, and Cincinnati has this thing that they call an offensive line. Uh, but it's actually just a few sheets of plywood that gets blown through, uh, week to week, but Joe Burrow is the rookie of the year. I really just think he's going to, he's going to walk away with that award, uh, because even with the, um, balsa wood offensive line in front of him, he's, he's producing, uh, so give me Cincy, uh, you know Heather and I agree on this. Burrow's there, uh, and but he showed he's got all the tools to to succeed in this league when the organization doesn't have the tools to give him to play well. So, uh-huh. give me give me Joe.
0: So, I do have Cincinnati in this one. I hate oh that word. God, what? Yes, <laughs> I have Cincinnati. Um,
1: wow. I
0: wanted to take. The, the the Washington Football Club. I wanted to, um,
2: but you just can't. You know,
0: Alex you just... Smith looked pretty good in his return.
2: Yeah, uh, I, I it, he's the feel-good story of the year right now. But but at the, at the end of the day,
1: God, your audio is awful. But go when ahead.
0: you're when you're playing against you know even national bet against Joe Burrow
1: do right yeah
0: so yeah. i've got i've got cincinnati in this one and it's going to make for a very boring uh week because there's only one
2: game in the entire slate that anybody disagreed on hmm. yeah i mean let's face it uh our 24 fans are going to be very upset with us they are they are
1: <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> i feel like they really so. like i feel like they really enjoy when when we're you know at odds
2: with each Let, other. Yeah, Let's but it, it I, I, the last few weeks I've tried to buck the system and win against, you know, my prevailing wisdom, you know, what I know I should have went with. But I was like, yeah, I know because of this, I got a wild hair at my ass. It, it, it's done nothing but blow up in my face miserably. So I'm done. Yeah, with. It. And that's why you are
0: you, you have a losing record on your picks.
2: I have a losing record because I'm bad at this. So don't ever <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> Well, let's wrap things up with our
0: fantasy football update. With just three weeks remaining until the start of the playoffs, I suffered a tough loss to the French button pushers. Uh, James fell just five and a half points short of his second win, dropping this week to the Cheesehead Canuck. Uh, team oh, No Luck blew out it. Heather.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Back oh,
0: yeah. top I mean, yeah. Josh and Team Burza picked up their sixth win against, I forgot to put the name in there, but, oh, Harrison. Yeah. Um, currently, Harrison sits in fourth and would take on me as the number one seed in the playoffs, while Cheesehead Canucks at number three would take on the number two French Button Pushers. This week's matchups have me taking on Josh, Heather facing Cheesehead Canuck, the French Button Pushers, and Team Burza square off, while Mac takes on number one fan and, Heather, er, and Harrison and Team No Luck face off. It's worth noting that a win by myself or James would guarantee either of us a playoff spot. Hmm. Boo. Heather, how's, <laughs> Heather, how's the college pickup looking?
1: Um, <laughs> um, so at week eight, after week eight, um your girl is in first place with 229 points. Timothy, you are in second with 224 uh, misty is at 212 in third joshua is in fourth at 201 uh, number one fan is fifth at 165 and maximus is at 106 dead last champ
2: not bad considering i missed four weeks
1: i yeah not
0: bad
2: oh yeah you're not gonna finish in last place yeah i i've I just want everybody to know in the Pick'em, you rank what your games.
1: Yes, you need to rank your games. Please guess, do.
2: Guess what game I put at the nine-point level? Oh, Jesus I'm going to guess Coastal Carolina, App State. Absolutely not. I went Ohio State and Indiana. Oh, same. Big but same. Coastal and App, my eight-point game, fools. Coast Santa clears. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha All right, well,
0: that'll do it for this week's episode. You can find us on all social media at Hometown Crowd on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get in the conversation on our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash hometown crowd pod. You can also subscribe anywhere you find your podcast. If you're an Apple Podcast listener, drop us a review. You can find us on the 910 Comedy Podcast Network. Check out 910 Comedy on Facebook and check out our sister shows, That's Just My Face, Marital Tiffs, and Dead Girls Talking. For Mac and Heather, I'm Tim. Thanks for sharing with the hometown crowd.
2: Have a great night, everybody. Yes, and bye. Just, and just remember, just remember, to take care of yourself, okay? Drink your you water. Can, and if you drink a lot of alcohol, do what Heather said, drink your water.
1: Or just get a packet, get, get a thing of Pedialyte popsicles and you'll be fine.
2: Yeah, but come on, hydrate people, hydrate.
1: Hydrate, always hydrate. Even if you're not drinking, always hydrate. It's good for your skin.
2: (laughs) And
0: on an outgoing note, I do want to announce we will have a guest on next week's episode.
1: (laughs) It's going to be great.
0: So stay tuned for that one. We'll we'll leave that as a surprise. Yes. Have a good week.
1: Okay, bye.